love you. Welcome back, Couch Potatoes. This is the Green and Faceless show. We are. Uh, oh, you took <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I changed the whole title and everything the too. Whole <laughs> everything. What are you doing? Uh, no. uh, I didn't have anything planned. That's what I'm doing. I'm just I'm stealing. That's what I do. Oh no, my eyes, not the bees, not the bees. My eyes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. I am Beezus, and <gasps> I've. I've come with the royal honey to Ooh. spread it among all my lovely, lovely daughters. Well, no sons. consider me poo, and I'm coming in to steal all that lovely, lovely honey. <laughs> buzzy, 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 buzzy. I'm Faceless Leon. Welcome to Green and Faceless on the Couch. This is the Nick Cage playlist. You thought Hell, we were talking yes. about something else, didn't you? Yeah, you thought we were talking about no, the you didn't, movie because you clicked on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the Wicker Man. Hey, we're just giving the exact same performance almost every single actor in this movie gave, except for Nick Cage. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to everybody in this movie, but I, there wasn't much I excitement. Don't know. What, what, I don't think anybody cared. Uh, what okay? You're saying that you don't think anybody cared. I actually thought they it wasn't bad. It felt like maybe they rushed through the scenes. Maybe who who directed this? Uh, it is directed by Neil Lebut. Lebut. All right, I didn't need to hear yeah. the last name. So the Neil. problem was, had <laughs> this man in the. The, the just the nineties just ended, right? Yeah, well, it it's, just it's ended. mid. It's mid two thousands. It was oh, remade in two thousand six. You're right. You're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Still, you got this man who has this script with basically only women. He wrote it too. Yep. Well, I applaud him for that, but <laughs> I do feel that perhaps if this was in the hands of a woman that everything would have come across better because i think story-wise interesting story i well, think it's not it's not technically his story it's no uh, it's not because it was a 1973 yeah. movie yeah and it's it's also based off of a novel even earlier than that back in the 50s uh novels uh, called uh ritual i don't remember who wrote it okay it's called ritual i could look that up real quick Okay. I have the I have this ability. I keep forgetting that I have a new computer and I can do this. David Penner, David Penner's Ritual. And it was not in the fifties. It was nineteen sixty seven. So, so I have to. I, uh, I didn't dislike everyone's performance. I I don't know. It it didn't. It, there was something off about the performance, but I felt that that yeah. added to the atmosphere of what was going on. Yeah, I don't but know. This is I, I'm, just me. Perhaps. Yeah, I, I feel like every, it has a thirteen on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna say it. It is just you, you I think, but like, because m- most people feel that this movie is like very misguided. Feels like the directing isn't there. Feels like nobody yes, cared. Everybody's kind of just there like. for. Yeah, everybody's just kind of there for a paycheck, except for Nick Cage. Nick Cage is the only one bringing all the crazy. And I think that's another thing, is I think everybody might have just been intimidated by Nick Cage's level of, like, just going for it. Just maybe acting acting like he's going insane. There was a handful (laughs) of the sisters that I I really thought did a great job. Like, 
Sister Honey. <laughs> um, the the some of the names because they because they fit what they wanted to do with the character. Uh, yeah. Sister Honey, played by Lily Sobieski. I um, apologize if that's not how you say your name. I must have seen you in other movies growing up, but I can't remember what they were. Yeah. I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> yeah, while you're doing that, the, the one I did enjoy was uh, a very young Frances Conroy. She plays Dr. T.H. Moss on the island. And uh, uh, she's like, she's it's the lady from American Horror Story and a lot of other stuff. The redhead made in the first season of American Horror Story. Like, I just yes. love her as an actor. And she, yeah, she's, she's doing pretty fine here. I, yeah. I mean, I say everybody's doing bad. It's not that everybody's doing bad. It's, it's more like they just, nobody gave a damn about the story. Because jungle one, to jungle, that's what it is. What was it? <laughs> jungle to jungle. It's it oh. was ninety seven movie with Tim Allen that we watched quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> she was the love interest for the the teenage boy. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I guess uh, we should probably before we before I specifically continue crapping all <laughs> over this movie. Let's let's summarize what's going on. Let's let's yes. give a brief synopsis. All right. Uh, Nick Cage is a cop. Uh, at the beginning, he is on a motorcycle uh, driving. Oh, oh. Yeah, sorry, he had a name. Okay. Yes, he did he have a name. a name. Yeah, it wasn't Nick. <laughs> it wasn't Nick, really. <laughs> well, was sir. They Anyways. call him Ed, Eddie. Eddie, um, okay. I think one Edward. asshole calls him Eduardo. No, I don't think that <laughs> At the beginning, he's on his bike. He's doing his... He's just driving the, the empty roads out west. And yep. like I don't remember where he's stationed. Honestly, like it, it doesn't matter. He's, he's a California. highway patrol officer. He's on a bike. Yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> he pulls this. He, they have this hilarious like long montage scene of him just pulling people over, giving tickets out. He walks up to an abandoned car and puts a ticket on it, and it's just like it's just a bunch of dumb stuff like that. But then he pulls over this mom who's got a you know her young daughter in the back seat, mm-hmm. and uh, the mom is apologizing for her daughter's attitude because her daughter is screaming and throwing a fit. She throws her doll out the the window. Nick picks it up, brings it back to him. And then she does it again. After they talk for a little bit, she throws it right back out the window. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'll get it. And uh, you you saw earlier, this is beautiful directing uh, by Neil. Um, You saw before that scene, a big semi went by. So uh-huh. it's foreshadowing. It's like, oh, he's probably going to get hit by a semi. He's going to go out in the middle of the road. Oh, no. No. The car gets hit with the girl. <laughs> but she's still alive, <laughs> apparently. I'm sorry. It's it's just it's silly. The, the semi's going I think fast. That I think that they might be different children. Well, he, he, he specifically sees her in the car sit up. And he's trying to punch the glass out because it's like the the car gets hit, goes off the road, and he's just trying to help. Like he he doesn't he immediately I guess assumes that the mom's dead. He doesn't even check for her. Yeah. He just goes right to the to the back windshield and starts trying to hammer it, <laughs> hammer through oh, with his helmet. You're saying like you're surprised that the child is still alive in the back. I thought you meant like yes. surviving no, yeah, she, the accident. My apologies. No, it's it's amazing that she has survived in the back seat because the semi rammed the back of this car. Semi was going probably about 70 and they were stopped. No one's alive in that vehicle. I'm sorry. But the car is 
pretty much fine. It's just it looks a little crumpled and is on fire. And then, and then once he starts hammering it with his helmet to get into the car, it explodes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and then uh, he's, but to be serious, then he's haunted by that young girl that he he failed yes, to save. Yes, I do want to say too, like just real quick, get the accident. Yeah. The car explodes, and he gets pulled, blown back, and knocked unconscious in the middle of the road. He doesn't yeah, get yeah. hit by any cars. No, 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 not at all. No. Yeah, he's <laughs> Somebody safe. happens to find him, and there's no evidence of the, the woman <laughs> or her child. Yeah, yeah. That was another weird thing is like, they don't, I, I can't remember if they couldn't identify the body. There was just no bodies, were there? There was no, was there just, was no bodies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's very weird. Yeah I, I, yeah, I couldn't remember if that was the case or if they just couldn't identify who it was. But yeah, he's going, he's going slightly insane. He's, you know, trying to figure out who this girl is. He gets contacted by his ex-wife. I think it was his ex-wife. Maybe they were just partners. I think they were just, uh, yeah, I think they were just a couple. Sister Willow Woodward, played by Kate, excuse me, Behan or Behan. Behan. Yeah. She contacts him. She tells him that she's part of this, like, weird cult folky thing out somewhere probably washington or alaska i don't remember where it's like Um, it's an island though i think it's off the pacific i think you're right it's it's way the fuck out of his jurisdiction as a as a highway patrolman (laughs) from like california too like he's out of state yeah completely completely not and and they bring that up a lot too and it's really hilarious because somebody's just like aren't you a little out of your jurisdiction he's like i am the law (laughs) (laughs) i mean he doesn't say that but he says some crazy fun stuff he's like he's like you really think that they're gonna care about jurisdiction when we're talking about murder I do believe he does say I am the jurisdiction or something like that. Like he does yeah, say I am justice or something like I that. I am justice. <laughs> yeah, his his ex girlfriend contacted him because her daughter's gone missing. Yes. And what's her daughter's Rowan. name? I'll pull out of I think it's Rowan. What was it? Rowan. Rowan, you're right. Yeah, Rowan. Rowan Woodward. Uh Erica Shea Gare. But yeah, Rowan has gone missing and, you know, nobody on the island, you know, she is, I think, I think his ex implies that the people on the island took her or something, that there's some kind of, you know, the people on the island are fucked up is what she's implying, I guess. So he goes there to figure it out. He concurs with that belief that the people on the island are hiding something and that Rowan is possibly kidnapped, possibly killed somewhere on the island. Yeah. And that, and that becomes the movie. It becomes his search for this girl who, spoiler alert, he finds out is his daughter. Yes. And so, yeah, and, he's he's trying to uh, find her. And she also looks creepily like the girl that was killed in the, yes. in the car earlier. But they, they not only look very much alike, uh, which it took me a long time to even figure out that it wasn't the same child actor, but they look very much alike. And they're also wearing the same exact clothes, but you find yeah. out that that is just like the, all the all the girls on the island wear the clothes. Also, there's no guys on the island. No, no men. No, no, no that's are. not true. Actually, there are, yeah, there's yeah, a lot. There are men, but there's definitely some kind of strange well, different a, social order. 
Then, yeah, it's more of like a matriarchy because the the men yes. they just they work they kind of go to a bar afterwards and drink. I don't think, uh, and you know, I do applaud the movie for this. I don't think many of the men have any lines. No, I think it's just just Nick, just Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I I do applaud that. You know, that's, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's a good thing. It is uh, progressive in that I, way, but yeah, I do feel yeah. like there might that, that that somebody could watch this movie and t- take away like. Women are very bad, bad, bad creatures, and we got to keep them from doing this to men. Yeah, that is that is a possible uh, viewpoint. Certainly, I'm sure there have been many a college level essay written about yes, that. Probably, probably. <laughs> like I don't know. It's the 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 weird thing is I saw <laughs> the '73 original many years ago. I can't remember how long ago it was, but like I heard I of you know. It was probably around the Lord of the Rings days when I, you know, when I first saw Christopher Lee or like when he entered my world as an actor and I was just like, oh my God, this man is awesome. So I wanted to see what he was famous for and all that stuff. And one of those things is the Wicker Man from 1973 where he is really good and really kind of just a little creepy at times. But the, it's that final scene that sticks with me. There's a lot in that final scene because he is the, uh, the – I can't remember exactly because I saw it like 10 to 15 years ago. So, I don't remember how much it differs from this version. I mean, it differs in that it's really good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like the leader. He is like the, the priest me. figure who's leading the ritual oh, um, at different. the end. Yeah, very different. And like I, I, I think – so I'll have to research that because I could be wildly wrong and just completely misremembering this movie, but I just remember that ending was just wowing in the original, and I mean there is something to uh, a giant burning man, you know. Yeah. I've always kind of wanted to go to that festival, but at the same time, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a little, oh, sc- me- it's a little scary. I, I would say that that is uh, too many people's. Being yeah. too high, yeah, exactly. No judgment to your your fucking festival. <laughs> I'm sure you have a ball, but I, I yeah. think I would just have a bad time because I'd be like, yeah, ah, ah. <laughs> bad trip, bad trip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of what this one is, you know. The, the I mean, they're both actually like bad trips because the the ending gets uh gets wild. I will say, yeah. Um, the more the more Nick Cage's investigation unravels, the more I do think hallucinogens are involved. I do, yeah, I do believe so. Yeah, I think so. And I don't know. I don't remember what I was the point I was trying to make with the the original movie, but it's like that. Uh, oh, it was, we were talking about the men because I think there's there's more men in the the original one. Gotcha. I do it wanna... sounds like they did uh, they changed the concept a little bit for this. Yeah, movie. so I can. I can understand too if that is the the viewpoint people walk away with this is like you know women are bad because I don't remember it being that heavily just you know feminine uh, forward island in the in the original could right. have been I don't remember though uh, but it, it is a wonderful movie I think someday it would be fun to do a sequel smash on it or uh, whatever we called it it's not old a sequel versus smash. new or we could old just do a deep new. dive yeah. on uh, yeah. the Wicker Man we yeah the original for Lee. Yeah. 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 He's fucking great. Metal right. singer. <laughs> yes, he is. But with, with this to be one. Fair, he's more uh, of a metal talker, but it's good. I enjoy it. <laughs> beat singer. Beat poetry. <laughs> <laughs> beat metal. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, I don't I don't know I don't know what to to say really I think that is a good enough synopsis of the story I yeah, you know I don't sure. say we should spoil the ending like I think it's no, hilarious and I think not. you should um, I will say this about it though it is one hundred percent super predictable um, yeah. And, and I think that might be because we've seen more stories like this very recently, kind Mid-summer. of inspired by this, this or the original story in this, particularly Midsummer. just recently, see yeah. a review of Midsummer, very similar plot. So if you've seen that, you've seen this movie, a much better version of this movie. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, I do recommend this film for the entertainment. It is very hilarious. Yeah. And like you're you're gonna have a good time just laughing at at everything because the I mean Nick Cage sells the crap out of this movie with his performance. It's so funny. (laughs) It really it really is. It is sometimes it is just so ridiculous. Like like at first you're like ah so he's this tortured character but he's also a cop and you know (laughs) I don't know Um, this tortured character. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's true it's, it is he is tortured it's just yeah that's such a funny and, description for him but like there also seems like he has this problem with w- women because there's that yeah. officer that comes by i forget her name but she works with him evidently and she you know what i just realized she's the one who who gives him the letter isn't she because i think it was delivered oh. to the the police station yeah, I think you're right. Maybe she's part of it. Well, okay. Quick spoiler. Go forward ten seconds. She's at the ritual scene. In, oh, in is she? Yeah. Damn. I didn't even th- yeah. see her. I wasn't really paying attention by that point. <laughs> <laughs> but the costumes were really fun. I was like, oh, cool. I, I like, she's just so ridiculous. The the, the lead in uh, it, for those who skip the spoiler there, just so people know, we're talking about the a ritual scene. Okay, um, yes, I hope that doesn't spoil the spoiler. But, no, no uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're good. We'll I think see we're on good. the listen back. <laughs> <laughs> we have like one really angry comment. Like I skipped the spoiler. What the fuck? <laughs> no, but there's a <laughs> there's a ritual scene. And the lead into that ritual scene is the iconic bees scene. Um, you have to get yeah, the. I didn't the watch that unedited. version though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to get the unedited version. The theatrical version cut out the famous bee scene. The unedited version has the the scene where Nick Cage is like, "Oh no, my eyes! Oh my eyes! Not the bees! Oh the bees!" And then there's like a bunch of CGI bees just crawling all over his face, and it just yeah. looks bad. I had to I had to splurge for the the more expensive copy of the Wicker Man so I could see the unedited version <laughs> because I love that scene. It is so funny, and it leads is into the, the big only ritual thing scene. You get from it though, is that it? I think so. Like again, I've never watched the the theatrical version, so I don't know what's missing. I've mm. only ever watched it, and it's not that much longer. It's <laughs> so I would assume <laughs> it probably is that one scene. <laughs> there might be some other things. Like they probably like tested it, you know, and then people were like, "That B scene is ridiculous, man." Did the <laughs> did the edited version have a bunch of like weird uh, red herring jump scares and flashbacks? Like, there's a lot of moments where he'll be, like, dreaming, and then he'll have, like, a jump scare in his dream, and he'll wake up, but he's still in another dream, and then he wakes yes. up, and he's back. Yes. Okay. 
Yes. I, yeah. In fact, I, I actually fucking love that scene where there's the little girl <laughs> under the dock and he oh, jumps down it. there and he pulls her out and then he wakes up and she's still in his arms and he wakes up and he's like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, his performance during that moment was great. Like he, he delivered a really good God damn it. It was really fun. Well, I don't know. I can't stand that scene. It's just, just I hate I hate fake jumps. You know, like uh, mm. fake scares. Like they scare me for real. Like you can do a dream scare. That's totally doable. But like, yeah. sell it. Make it good. And, yeah. But doing the doing the you woke up <gasps> into another dream. I hate that. That's like one of my least favorite jump scares, and it's it pisses me off so much. This but, is my exception. If if I don't. If I do dislike that, this is the exception, but I can't tell That's you. Fair. I've had a lot of double dreams in my life, and yeah. they are very frustrating. <laughs> I'm willing to accept his reaction to it because him waking up and screaming like that was fucking hilarious. I laughed but- so hard. Yeah, I did too. Oh. I'll be honest, I did too. Everything with Nick Cage in this movie, I laughed at. It was so he like he really does sell it. That's the only reason I can recommend people to watch this is like for Nick Cage alone. It is Check worth it, out, it but, for him. Yeah, but I do think some of the sisters have it's, it's, they add something. Like Sister Beach, the tavern keeper, played by Diane Delano. I thought she was great. Like there was something about the way they acted. I feel like. Most of what I feel like this might be what Neil was trying to do, too. I don't know. (laughs) I don't fucking know. So I feel like they took all of like they tried to take as much of the sexuality out of their performance as they could because they're not in a society that sexualizes women. Right. So I, I felt for that reason, there was a lot of these characters who did that particularly well it's like hey i'm not a sexual object i am a human and i'm gonna interact with you like a human hey and that's good that's like that's great it's like i'm i'm you know maybe the next time i watch this because i will watch this again this is one of my favorite (laughs) go-to yeah it's like one of my favorite go-to bad movies it's so it's so funny (sighs) um but like maybe next time i'll watch it and try to like see it from that light but it's just like most of the time, whenever I watch this, it just seems like everybody's just in it for the paycheck. Like yeah, every time maybe. I watch this, everybody just like comes in there and she's like, oh, you're on our island. No one's supposed to be on our island. <laughs> no one's allowed. Where's that the pilot at? did kind of feel like, hey, we're just here <laughs> for the extra minutes that we need to And, and, and you said it too, like, because uh, one thing that I was like very, I hadn't watched this since I watched um, Midsummer, But when I saw oh, Midsummer yeah. uh, by Ari Aster, uh, when I saw that, you know, I, I came in having loved Hereditary. It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. films of that year, if not my favorite film of that year. I don't remember Secret which year it is, 2018. I think we did review it, so go check it yeah, out. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, we did in the, the freshman episode of those oh, three. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. With a witch one, and let rightfully so, and uh, but but like having seen Midsummer, I was just like, wow, this feels really good. If it, for what it, for somehow it felt fresh, 
even though it yeah. is almost the exact same as the Wicker Man beat for beat. Like it, it has so many similarities, but it it's just the it's the so amazing acting. Yeah, right. the acting, the 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 detail, the amount of detail yes, that went into that society. Research. That's it's yeah, yeah. It, there's so you can tell that he knew what this society was all about. This kind of, I mean, this felt like there was a concept to the society, but it was not fully formed. It was not like some kind of ancient thing, which I don't think it was supposed to be some kind of ancient no. thing. I think yeah. uh, Sister Summer's Isle started it, played by Ellen uh, Brewstein. <clears throat> and you yeah. meet her much later. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I mean, but that's that's the thing is like I don't gather anything about the 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 society from this the Wicker Man movie. Like right. I watch it, and I watch it, and the only thing I remember is Nick Cage. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, you're naming off all these sisters. I don't remember who they are. I've seen this movie probably five <laughs> times now. And the only person I remember the whole I, I remember Rowan the kid, and I remember uh, Nick, and that's it. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I remember say, Francis this time too. Yeah, yeah, because she's she's very recognizable. At, what was her character's name? She was the doctor, Doctor uh, Doctor T H Moss. Doctor the Moss. Doctor Th- Moss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, she was only rememberable because, as you said, she's a memorable face now. Like I, I yeah, but also you know, like last- I do think her performance was. A pretty decent yeah. one. And, I mean, that's the thing. is Again, everybody does a decent performance. Nick Cage does an awesome performance. And, and he outshines everybody. And Yeah. It, you know, the last 40 minutes of this movie are some of the peak Nick Cage material. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you watch if you watch a, a compilation of best Nick Cage moments, you're going to get probably the last 40 minutes of Wicker Man. You're probably going to get it. God damn it. God uh, damn. <laughs> oh no, my eyes! <laughs> no, him him saving right. Rowan. That that scene was hilarious. Him, he just runs up as a bear and just punches the guy. <laughs> I love yeah. that part. It's so good. Oh man. But no, I give it. I, I guess to close on it, I give it. I give it two stars. It's you know it's. It's a one-star movie, but the hilariousness of it raises it to two stars because it's it's very rewatchable. You can you have yes. a good time. It's it's yes. bad, but it's good bad. Yeah, yeah. I think I will agree with that. I'm I'm a little bit less on the side of that. It's bad. I'm I'm really in a gray area on whether or not it's bad, which probably means it's bad. But. I think there's redeemable qualities about it. You're an optimist. I'm not sure about Nick's performance. I think you're like, oh, it's redeemable because of Nick's performance. It's, it's hilarious because of Nick's masterful performance. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can it, it really is the community joke. And I know I've already said that on this fucking podcast, but is mm-hmm. it good or is it bad? Is it? I don't know, man. Literally, though, you put any it other actor in this movie. <laughs> but but you put any other actor in this movie, you're not gonna get it's that a kind of performance. Mo- movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a forgettable movie. You're right. Forgettable. And that's what makes it forgettable. It's a forgettable <laughs> I movie. Said it twice. It's forgettable. 
without Nick Cage. <laughs> I will agree to that. It gets a face because it is wholly 100% a watchable movie. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, I do think that some people are going to watch it and be like, yeah, I actually think it's very interesting. I think it just needed a little bit more polish. If Ari yeah. Aster was directing back then, it would have been better. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, we would have gotten a prequel of <laughs> Midsummer, <laughs> the beginning of the society. <laughs> well, no, I do like the idea, though. I guess, but just to to fully close, I like the idea of you know this a mystery in a secluded place like this, right? Like, yeah. a, like Shutter Island. Where, Even you know, the it's matriarchal a society, and this is almost less uh, of what a classic matriarchy is, because the women are obviously in charge, in charge. Well, uh, with movies like Shutter Island, where you know you have a cop stuck in an asylum, like a secluded murder mystery kind of thing, like this, or yeah. in that in Shutter Island, where it was an escape mystery, like. That's fascinating. There's so much to build off of. You can make a great horror movie out of that. And I like I think all the pieces are here for this movie. They just they were not put together in the right order. Yeah. But it's still perhaps. still worth watching. Yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Uh go check out Wicker Man. Uh if somebody owns it, borrow it. Yeah. And make sure it's the, the, the version that has that copy, the, the bees yeah, copy. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed the extended version a little bit more. Maybe there would be more something. I don't know. It, if you do happen to just watch the theatrical copy, you can always go to YouTube and find the bees uh, scene. Yes, it's worth I'm sure your time. it's there. Yeah. It's, ter- it's totally worth your time. <laughs> uh, I guess that has been the show. Uh, if you've if you enjoyed this, if you're looking for more, if you have free time, go on down to Patreon.com/slash Green and Faceless. Check out our tiers. Yeah. See if you want to look into that. Well, maybe uh, let us know if you want merchandise options. We'll see if we can make that happen. And if you don't um, have free time, why are you listening to podcasts? What are you doing? Get yeah. back to work. <laughs> maybe the <laughs> on an earbud. I'm just earbud. kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, I love to listen to podcasts while I work. Um, I don't. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> I'm the Green Traveler from Gorge. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels. Thanks for listening. Good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.